Hello, everybody. Good morning and happy Monday. We're going to start our week off right, because I'm going to tell you it's going to be amazing and wonderful, and we're going to just kick ass. And even if you're listening at a random not Monday, let's just decide that from this moment on. Kick ass day. (laughs) Okay, our quote for our June 15th reading is from... Bert T. I've been working two programs from the beginning. That's what works for me. Today, more and more of us are working more than one program. In some cases, a problem with food surfaces after we gain sobriety from alcohol or other drugs. Or it could be a work addiction, sex addiction, gambling, or addiction to excitement. That's cool. They acknowledge gambling in this alcohol book. Often, we need to work an Al-Anon program along with an AANACA or OA program. I wonder if CA is, is it cocaine? Question mark. I'm not sure. Anyway, those of us who work several programs know the benefits and great healing power that can be unleashed. Sometimes we find the programs working together. We find a common ground. Other times, we find different programs addressing different needs. All our programs, though, stress communion with our spirituality and higher power. We are grateful today for the vast number of 12-step programs that help us heal our addiction or addictions. Are we grateful to find, and we are grateful to find the people we need, as well as the opportunity to share our own experience, strength, and hope. Today, I thank you for showing me that more than one program is a sign of strength and quality of recovery rather than weakness or shame. I'm grateful for the variety of help that is available. Wow, that like totally describes what, what's going on in my world right now. I have I have not been really good about going to GA lately, um, if I'm being completely honest. But it doesn't mean that the principles aren't still important to me. You know, you know there's so much that's applicable in my life, but I have the center you know, for group and luckily, you know, a counselor in the background. And also I have this class that I'm in in Recovery Elevator called Ditch the Booze. So that's the six-week class I'm doing on Tuesday nights and I'm getting a lot of value from that and I'm going to some of their meetings. And maybe that's part of, too, why I haven't been as involved in, in the GA stuff as I'm learning and kind of focusing on the alcohol-free, since that's a little bit more um, pressing for me. And I don't even know that that's the word because I'm not super, super struggling with it. Of course, who the hell has time to drink when you got a to-do list that's a mile long every day? Um, so it, it is true and that, that it's good that there's multiple programs and I think that one of one of the points here that I'd like to kind of dote on is the point about maybe needing an Al-Anon program or a Gammonon program. And the reason why I like that point is, as as you know from my story and my journey, that not only am I the addict in my story, but I also 
am a family member of of addicts. So learning how to deal with them is different than my own healing and journey and recovery. So there's different value that you can get out of the programs that aren't just applicable to your addiction or my addiction, whatever you want to call it. And I think as, you know, if you're listening and you're engaged with me and and you're focused on yourself or even just exploring the concept of maybe stopping gambling or using or, or whatever, wherever your mind is at when you're focusing on yourself, you're, you're here for a reason and you know that how we interact with other people could impact our own recovery. I, I, I'm pretty open about that and about my logic on how I handle certain things. And it's been my experience that let's say that you don't have, maybe you're, you're someone who's listening because you're not the gambler or the person with the problem. Although I'm pretty sure that most of us could find that we have something we're, we're addicted to or, or that maybe we're a little excessive on, but that's besides the point. So maybe you're listening because you have someone in your life that's a problem gambler. And I've heard and I've, I've dealt with people feeling this way. And I remember feeling this way as a teenager. It used to tick me off. I was in this group called Alateen. And I'm not exactly sure how we got connected to it. But God, I remember Bob Shoemaker, I think was his name. But anyway, it was for children of alcoholics. And it wasn't that, I don't remember like my parents going to AA or anything. So I must have went with the uncle's. Um, I had a lot of exposure to AA as a kid, and I feel like it came from maybe um, Uncle Jim or, or maybe even Uncle Charlie. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but we were involved and went to the picnics and stuff. But I remember being in Allentine, and, and this is why I was so adamant about not engaging with 12-step programs when I was younger, was I resented it. I was so pissed off. Why? If I'm not the problem, do I have to invest my time and energy to get help? Why? How is that fair to me? What, what am, I'm already being punished by having to deal with addicts. Now I have to go and, and go to these meetings and stuff, whether the addict is or isn't taking care of their own shit. And I'm not sure if, you've, if you can relate to this or ever felt this way, um, but it just it feels unfair and and what I've come to realize and what I advocate for, especially for those who aren't getting help when dealing with someone like this in their life, and it's a, it's a freaking balancing act, right? Like you want to love them and help them, but you can't help them in a way that enables them because then they never get better and then you're sick and crazy in the meanwhile trying to put up with it and there's this whole big vicious cycle that's going on. And, and the value then becomes with an Al-Anon or Alateen or Gaminon or, or whatever, what it's really about, and I didn't get this as a teenager, is about healing ourselves and taking care of ourselves. Yeah, we didn't create the mess, but it doesn't mean that we don't get help from it or we shouldn't get help from it. 
I mean, how many people, nobody created, nobody created the mess of, um, you know, 9-11, for example. But that doesn't mean that the survivors and the family members and the people that had to deal with that don't get therapy or help that they need because they didn't do it, right? Like that doesn't even make sense when we think of it that way. So I, I would definitely advocate for taking care of yourself, whether you're the the addict listening to the show or the family member or or yeah, however the loved one fits in your mind that you're worried about that you might be listening to try to gain some understanding around problem gambling or addiction in general. So take take care of yourself and it's not I would think that it would be pretty uncommon that most most people that are caught up in the addictive world so my my initial thing was I was gambling to try to not be an alcoholic. That's part of what I've come to discover or what I believe currently. Now, who knows? Because I'm always searching for more information and I'm always digging deep under these rocks of my heart and my soul. More stuff may turn up, but but I'm pretty confident in the fact that that's part of the why or the what. So the reason I didn't want to become an alcoholic was because I was exposed to alcoholics and drug addicts. And I'm guessing that a lot of folks might be in that situation, whether on a conscious or subconscious level. They're, they were exposed to some, some something. And maybe we don't know any better. I, I, I would find it hard to believe that addictions just come out of thin air or whatever. Like it's a, we learn things through watching. So at any rate, maybe, maybe reflect on that. Say, hey, you know, is, is that something I need to understand or to cope with as well? You know, because what if, wow, this just showed up. So what if your addiction comes from dealing with the stress of someone else's addiction. How about that? That's crazy, right? So if if I was married to someone who, say, was an alcoholic or a gambler, but I didn't get the help myself and I didn't know how to deal with them, I might bury my frustration and sadness and whatever other emotions are, are drawn up by being married to a person that is, you know, and I'll use alcoholic for an example. So say I'm married to an alcoholic and I don't, I never took care of myself. I never figured out how to manage it. And, and he doesn't want to get help, we'll say. So I, instead of addressing it and working on healing or taking care of myself, I may then start drinking with him. Because, you know, if I'm drinking, then I'm not dealing with his drinking like I'm tuning it out or it's a coping mechanism for me so I hope you could see the value of, of why it's important to take care of ourselves on every on every level because two alcoholics don't make it any better and, and maybe maybe they need to not be together or 
maybe one taking care of themselves and growing and whatever will inspire the other person. Who knows? But at the end of the day, it's not about doing it for the other person. I'm advocating that we do it to take care of ourselves. And I'll continue to stress that. And I think the moral of the story was there's different programs to do that. And uh, that's a blessing in itself that we have the non programs in addition to the regular 12 steps. And there's also a myriad of other support groups and resources for people. It might be a grief group or uh, cancer support groups. Like people deal with those things and need to deal with those things. And as as uh, the culture, I love this, like Paul always says that the opposite of addiction is connection. And that's the whole point of these groups. Whatever kind of groups they are is the more you're connecting and bonding with other people and you know that you're not alone, you don't have to be alone. And once you understand that you're not alone, you don't have to fight the fight alone. And the burden becomes less. And, you know, like there's all these snowballs can happen in a positive way as well as those negative snowballs where bad leads to more bad. So keep that in mind, the positive spin on that. Take a look at are you are you taking advantage of the things that are out there, the resources that can help you with whatever you're dealing with. That's my my way to kick off the week, a little self-reflection and just appreciation, whether you're in this situation or not. Let's just appreciate the fact that there are these groups and there's so many willing, helpful people out there that want to contribute to helping people make their lives better. And maybe we say a little prayer for those who haven't found their way to getting help, either as an addict or someone who is putting up with a different, difficult person in their life. So that's what I got today. I love you guys. It's happy Monday. You're beautiful. And um, yeah, that, that's what I got. So I'm going to go be Bobby the Awesome at my desk and try to kick some ass at work. And uh, yeah, Monday, Monday fun day, right? <laughs> All right, guys, I'll talk to you tonight. Thank you.